anything that is oppressing your true expression needs to be disrupted. If you don't fit into a system, it doesn't mean that you are bad. It doesn't mean that you are not valuable or not enough. You are absolutely more than enough. It means that that system wasn't built with you in mind. Welcome to Entire Rewire, the show that will allow you to peel back the layers of your mind and reveal who you truly are. I'm Savannah Laster, your host, worthiness coach, and entrepreneur that has a burning passion to spread the light and love necessary for you to step into the most empowered and healed version of yourself. Come get your daily dose of powerful mindset shifts and let's evolve together. I'm so grateful you're here. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. I'm really excited for this episode because I usually have bullet points in front of me, just quick notes on the topics I want to make sure I hit on for every episode. But this week, I'm going to free flow it. It's just going to be purely intuition. And I'm just going to allow messages to come through, messages that maybe wouldn't have otherwise if I had notes in front of me. And how fitting is it that the topic of this episode today is speaking your truth and not sugarcoating it, not making it palatable for the people around you, not morphing it into something that it isn't, just the truth that is hard to speak sometimes if you're not used to sharing what is real for you. And some of you might be asking yourself, well, what even is the truth for me? Like, what does that even mean? It's whatever is currently present for you in, the, in whatever moment you're experiencing. What feelings are coming up, what emotions, what sensations in your body, like what is true for you right now? And the truth is always changing. It's not a fixed variable because what's true for you right now may not be true for you tomorrow. It's very fluctuating. And so it's more of allowing yourself to step into whatever you need to be in each passing moment not holding yourself to this ideal of needing to be a certain way and just allowing yourself to exist to be to accept the emotions that are coming up that are coming to the surface which can be a pretty difficult process when you're not used to allowance when you are so hell-bent and on restricting yourself to a certain way of living or presenting yourself to the world. If you are a people pleaser or a recovering people pleaser like me, (laughs) you are programmed to make the people around you happy and more specifically happy in your presence. So you have to present yourself in a certain way you have to provide the value that the people around you need in order to be loved in order to be accepted and in order to be enough because at a very young age you were conditioned to believe that if those around you didn't like you then you weren't safe it's absolutely understandable especially from a primitive perspective our very distant ancestors 
needed tribe, needed community in order to actually survive here on earth. So it makes absolute sense that we feel that sense of urgency to cling on to those around us for safety and to be a part of something greater than just us because back then we couldn't just survive on our own. We needed other people. We needed support and teamwork. People pleasers try to manipulate the emotions of those around them in order to create a bond to try and make them indispensable to this other person. And on top of that very potent human necessity that was passed down and encoded in our genes, we also have these beliefs that were engineered in childhood based upon the experiences that we had and the environment that we were in. For example, if you were the youngest in the family like I was, okay, so this is just an example from my life. (laughs) So when I was younger, because I am the youngest of the family, I always felt like I was being compared to my old older sister, who was very good at school, had lots of friends, and I just felt like I could never measure up to her. So in order to compensate for those insecurities I felt, I began to people please because I felt like it was the only thing I could do to feel like I was enough. And it wasn't only the comparison to my sister when I was younger that led me to behave in those ways and to start people-pleasing. I think it was a wide collection of experiences that sort of affirmed that belief that I needed to do so in order to be loved. People-pleasers will understand this, but when you are in the act of people-pleasing, you are actively abandoning yourself you are abandoning your truth abandoning what you believe abandoning your opinions and you are fully taking on this other persona like you are not even you you are just being what you need to be in order to be loved and in order to feel safe again my point in even bringing up people pleasing was to reiterate the fact that people who are programmed and conditioned to do that to be people pleasers and to morph themselves into what they think they need to be are the type of people that also struggle with sharing their voice and their truth and actually speaking up and just a little side note here i am not trying to say that there are people pleasers and then there are non-people pleasers i think that we all partake in some form of people pleasing in our daily lives because it is human nature We want to be loved, we want to be liked, we want to be accepted, and it just comes naturally to people please every now and then. Even if you're someone that doesn't people please to the point of it being detrimental to living a happy life, we can all admit that we've all people pleased in the past. Here's the thing about abandoning yourself so that other people will like you. People won't like you. you are some watered down version of yourself that is incredibly agreeable and never steps on anyone's toes and isn't very polarizing and doesn't really speak her mind, people aren't going to actually like you. So it's sort of an illusion that you believe people are going to 
have some affinity to you because you're telling them what they want to hear when in reality people actually want you to be you people want to speak to someone that has a pulse and i know hearing that for some people might be triggering but maybe this is exactly what you need to hear and also just so everyone listening knows i know exactly what it's like to be a watered down version of myself Like, I did that my entire life. I know it so well. So I'm not saying that I'm above any of this because I still do it. Like, I still exhibit that part of me sometimes. And it truly is a survival mechanism. It's a protective mechanism. And it's nearly, or it feels nearly impossible in the moment to redirect that behavior or shift that energy or thought because It feels so pertinent to our survival. So I want to extend love and compassion to those who are listening that resonate with this and that do present a modified version of themselves for people and who don't feel like they're living their truth. And I just want to say that's okay. It's okay to feel that way. This is just a way for you to plant the seed And start thinking about ways you can slowly integrate your truth in a way that feels safe to you. Make sure you are showing yourself compassion. Because that is the most important part of this process. Is thanking the parts of you that is trying to keep you safe and is protecting you. Thank that part of you. Love that part of you. Understand that that part of you is there for a very integral purpose. But regardless of if people would like that watered-down version of yourself or not, it actually doesn't really matter because what matters is how you feel. How does it feel to you to hide who you really are and to not be able to express the things that bring you joy and make you happy and fulfilled? The fear of rejection is generally the fear that comes up when people think about sharing their truth. And that's the reason why a lot of the time people hide who they are because if someone rejects a version of you that isn't actually you, then it won't actually hurt that much because they aren't rejecting the real you. They're rejecting this manufactured version of you that you created for people to like you. But the truth of the matter is someone is always going to dislike you. There's always going to be someone out there that doesn't share the same view as you, even if it's the one that you think is so palatable to everyone else here on earth, someone's still going to disagree with that. So why try and be everyone's cup of tea when you could never be everyone's cup of tea? And that's okay. Your truth is someone's cup of tea. It's not everyone's, but... It is a select few's cup of tea. And those are the people that are meant to gravitate towards you. And your truth will actually magnetize the people that are meant to be in your life to you. And there's still this element of courage that is necessary in order to speak your truth. If you aren't used to doing that, it's going to feel like you're fucking dying. (laughs) Like... Your, your ego is going to be holding on so tightly to these patterns that have been 
in play for your entire life, which is this toxic cycle of people pleasing, that it's going to feel like you are literally dying when you try and actually express yourself in a very vulnerable and true way because your ego thinks that disappointing someone or making them uncomfortable is the death of you. There's a part of you that has to push past that insane discomfort of your ego resisting this effort to speak your truth and remind yourself that you actually are safe and you will be okay if someone doesn't like you or someone rejects you or doesn't agree with what you say. And here's another way to look at it. We know that fear is a motivator. In fact, we were just talking about how fear motivates you to hide yourself from the world in order to protect yourself from rejection. But you can also use fear as a motivator to speak your truth. And the way you do this is you tell yourself that if you continue down this path of people-pleasing and molding yourself into this perfect person, your life is never going to feel like your own. You're not going to ever have this sense of freedom and independence and sovereignty that you will have when you begin speaking your truth. If you don't build up that courage, you are blocking yourself off from so many incredible, amazing, fulfilling experiences and moments that you could have because unapologetically expressing yourself in this world is one of the most freeing feelings you have access to on this earth. It's this sense of honoring yourself and allowing yourself to be exactly who you are that is truly one of the most incredible gifts you could ever give yourself. I also want to say that if this is something that you're not used to doing, speaking your truth is going to be difficult at first and it's not going to all happen at once. So give yourself grace. This is a process and actually this is a process of shifting your entire belief system around what you are worthy of expressing to the world and that takes time it's not an overnight thing but you can practice speaking your truth in small ways first it's really a permission slip to go against the grain to not live up to the expectations of everyone else around you to be weird to be a little quirky to not really give an F if someone disagrees with how you're living your life. And maybe it even looks like being a disruptor in a system. Our society is built off of structure and systematic ways of living. And sometimes our truth doesn't fit into that system. Actually, most of the time it doesn't. Because systems have fundamental purposes. And a lot of the times, that purpose has nothing to do with you expressing yourself and you being happy and feeling fulfilled. 
So of course your truth isn't going to fit into that very rigid framework. But let me just say this. It is okay to disrupt the system. It is okay. I am giving you full permission to do so. In fact, please disrupt the system that is not allowing you to be who you really are. Please. Because either A, you're not meant to be in that particular system, or B, it is fundamentally toxic and needs to be broken. And I'm not only referring to society as a whole, but I'm also referring to familial systems, work systems, interpersonal relationship systems, anything that is oppressing your true expression needs to be disrupted. And I also want to say that if you don't fit into a system, it doesn't mean that you are bad. It doesn't mean that you are not valuable or not enough. You are absolutely more than enough. It means that that system wasn't built with you in mind. It means that that system isn't meant for you. You know that saying that goes, you can't fit a square peg into a round hole. Well, that is what you're doing when you are trying to fit into a system that you're not meant to actually fit into. You're not meant to contort yourself, to abandon your truth, to ignore and reject who you really are, to fit into some system that doesn't even have you in mind, that doesn't even care about you. And I'm not saying to just completely throw your family out and ignore them for the rest of your life. I don't know what your family situation is like, but I'm telling you to start speaking your truth, to start drawing your boundaries and to start telling people what you want, what you need to communicate. And if you communicate, you draw your boundaries and people don't respect that, in the system, well, that's where you kind of need to start gauging what you want your next move to be if you need to be a part of this system any longer because it's not worth it to abandon yourself. And if you're scared to speak your truth, first of all, I completely understand the fear. I've experienced it. I think we've all experienced it. And if the fear is that the people in your life won't be there anymore or the people around you will reject you and you'll be alone. The people that fall away are generally the people that benefited from your watered down version of yourself. They either benefited from you agreeing with them all the time, validating them, from you people-pleasing your way in, in that relationship. And if they don't embrace your truth and allow you to express it, even if it's contrary to everything they've ever known about you, they are not meant to be in your life. And you may lose a person or two, but you know what? You've gained... A person in yourself. You have now returned home to yourself. So you could never really truly be alone. 
when you have source, you have our creator up above, and you have yourself and your people, your tribe that will embrace everything that you are and everything you choose to show up as are out there and they will find you or you will find them and those will be the most meaningful raw connections in your life because you are allowing them to see the real you and they love you and they accept you for that it's a type of intimacy that can't be achieved if you're always hiding who you are and today i actually heard on a podcast someone say if you break down the word intimacy it's in to me see so you're allowing someone to look inside of you and see who you really are and i just thought that was really beautiful and that is it for the episode today i feel so lit up after creating this today Because a lot of what I spoke about are themes that I've dealt with in my own personal life and being able to share the wisdom that I've gotten from a lot of the lessons I've had to learn in my process of healing from people pleasing and learning how to share my voice and my opinions is so gratifying and it makes me feel very just lit up and happy so i hope you guys enjoyed the episode today and if you did please write a little review on what was your biggest takeaway in this episode and share this with someone that would benefit from this information i so so appreciate you being here and i hope you have a beautiful rest of your day or night wherever you are in the world And I will see you in the next one.